was like, I want you to respond in this way. And if you don't, then that means you don't care. Or mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. means that I yeah. can't trust you. And so okay. when I brought a circum, I brought a, um, I think I was trying to give you an example of a situation. And when you sat back and you listened to me, you were like, you just want everything your way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, and it was such an eye opener for me. It was like, you know what, Courtney, you, you have tried to control other people you know, not even knowing, I didn't know that that's what I was, what I was doing. So, hey y'all, welcome back to Boundaries and Grace. My name is Taylor Chandler and I'm your host. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, but this podcast is not therapy. This, uh, uh Lord, this guest did do sessions with me. Yes, indeed. Her name is Courtney. Courtney did a 12 session package. She actually finished a bit early, which was cool because she got some money back, which I love. Um, I love when somebody when you get what you want and you send us save some money. Ooh, I want y'all to know ahead of time before we go into this episode, okay? And Courtney knows that by the end of this episode, we make it very clear. But I want you to know that you're going to hear me ask questions, and Courtney is not going to answer the question, okay? She is court. You're gonna Courtney hears the question. She is going to respond how she wants to respond, and then we kind of get we kind of get down to what the what the actual response uh, to the question is and so I want to give y'all a heads up about that ahead of time all right because I want you to turn on your listening ears and I want you to I want you to roll with the podcast and I want you to learn start learning how to um how to be patient in conversation okay and how to actively listen um, because not all conversations go that we don't always we're not always communicating with someone that communicates exactly the way that we communicate Courtney and I communicate very differently but we don't have to force another person to communicate the way that we do in order to hear them okay there is room for both of you all right y'all gonna see what I mean and I'll see you in the middle and at the end enjoy So my name is Courtney and I'm from, um, well, I'm originally from Arkansas, but I'm currently living in Dallas and, uh, I met you, um, on Facebook. I mean, I'm sorry. Nope. See, I already messed up. Well, I said it's that one. <laughs> Instagram. Yes. Were you following a hashtag or something or like, how did it come up? Um, no, actually, somebody that I follow on Instagram, one of the positive pages that I follow, had reposted something of yours, and so I followed it. You know, I followed the post, mm-hmm. and I just got engulfed in all your content, girl. And then I think I ended up hitting you up in DM, in your DM, mm-hmm. and we went from there. Yeah, you you were also when I people don't know now that I had a Patreon like a year ago, um, and I was yes, scroll- I, I mm-hmm. yeah I signed up for your Patreon too. I did that until you um, got rid of the Patreon, but I was on there. I ended up signing up for that too. Yeah, then that was like um, what? Oh my god, I don't even want to. I'm I'm always I'm always side detouring sidetracking detouring my guest on the podcast i'm gonna try not to do that to you today courtney but i will say about that patreon 
I was scrolling through my phone. I think I just mentioned this to you recently too. And it, when we when we scheduled the podcast, um, I was scrolling through my phone, deleting things, and I had screenshot a message that you had or a comment or something that you had um, sent. And I just thought that was it. Was little I, I came upon it right after we had finished our session. So I was like, wow, that's so funny how things work together <laughs> it's so funny how things how work it together comes back. yeah because yes. you had said it in the comment or the message like um this is really like it was something like something like basically like it was resonating and maybe we'll work together in the future or something and it was months and months later it was definitely after the patreon was over like the patreon thing was was a short was a short period and mm-hmm. it, was, it was way later that we ended up starting this um, one-on-one work together. So what yes. was I, rem- I remember? Mm-hmm. I remember um, it was it was a, I can't remember what the topic was, but I remember just feeling in my spirit that I that message was really what it made me realize that the work you did was what I needed. Like, cause I had, you know, in the past I've tried different type of counseling and therapy. Um, and nobody had tackled the subjects as deeply as you did that I had ever worked with before. It was all just like surface level stuff. And I, I never, I never got that feeling of, okay, I feel better. It was mm. just like, okay, did that, I don't know if that did anything for me. Maybe it'll, you know, sometimes you hear things, sometimes you'll take in information and not until, you know, weeks, months, maybe years later, do you realize like, okay, I actually benefited from that. But I cannot mm. lie and sit up here and say that out of all the sessions that I've done and it's only been I mean I'm not one who's done you know a lot of serial therapy mm-hmm. because for me I never recognized that there were things I needed to actually work on but mm-hmm. and I never could really pinpoint what the root of what it was I needed to work mm-hmm. on I just knew that I kept having these cycles of feeling like something's missing feeling unfulfilled feeling like I didn't I truly didn't know who I was which was a shameful moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, how can you be in your, you know, at this point I'm in my, I think I was in my late twenties. The first time I actually spoke to a counselor and I was actually in college and it was more like anxiety from like, you know, starting school so late. Like it was my second career and it was like, I don't know if I can handle this. So I know I had originally reached out just to try to help me like, lower my anxiety while I was going through college Mm -hmm. and but I didn't realize that the anxiety that I was feeling was um at the root of it was like lack of confidence in myself going through that you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so um it was like when I had heard you know the work that you put out I was like now that that kept more into what might really be going on with me. <laughs> Tell me about the feeling of resonation. How do you know in your body like that? It's like, okay, that's it. I deny that feeling for so long because I remember, I mean, I left home right after graduation to join the military mm-hmm. and 
which was at 18. And then at 19, I got married. And so I was going through life and I remember, you know, I'm divorced now, but um, it's, it'll, it'll be coming up on two years that I've been divorced. But I remember like going through my marriage and getting to the end of that, which was like 2019 at the end of, of my marriage. Well, what I knew that I was having, I needed to come out of it. And I, I kept telling myself, I don't know what I like. I don't know, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I really know who I am. And it did not sit well with me. And so it was, I had to like tap into, into this side of me, like, you need to figure out who you are. Like I was, I was all these things. Like I was a soldier. I was a, I was a leader. I was a wife. I was a mom. But none of those defined me. You know what I mean? Mm, like, yeah, they were roles yeah, that right, I had right. taken on. But it was like, who are you to your core? Mm. So when I when it resonated for me was when I started doing personal work to start figuring out, like, what is it that you like? What is it that you don't like? Mm. Like, what, what really are your morals or, and what have you adopted from other people? Mm-hmm. You know, like you've yeah. just been denying who you are all of this time. And wow. if I, if somebody would ask me a question, it would be hard for me to give my answer, not like what these, all these tidbits of information that I've picked up along the way and adopted from other people. And so it was me kind of just like going within myself and honestly, get going to God and get more spiritual. That helped me to just trust that you know, trust my intuition, trust what I believe, and not what somebody else you know told me that I just adopted. Oh, that makes sense. I'm yeah, that you know what you're right. But but when I would be challenged with what my thoughts were I could not do it and so that's when I knew that it was like okay you need to go within you need to figure out what is it that Courtney needs what is it that makes Courtney happy what is it that Courtney is um content with and not you know your mom or not your your sisters or your friends or you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so that's what for me, just kind of stepping back and looking at myself and and what made me happy, yeah. because I was just I was picking up all of these things from people that just it wasn't me. It I wasn't me, and it wasn't question, fitting Courtney. right. I'm gonna pause you. I'm pause you. I have a question. Mm-hmm. So it sounds it sounds like you were searching for some time before clicking a button on Instagram and the, and then popping uh-huh. into my DMs. So uh-huh. what was the, I'm going to call it the inflection point. What was the, what was there an event? Was there a word? Was there a day that you were like, it's time to, for something to actually, I need to actually like make that move. What happened? I knew that I wasn't happy. I just, I wasn't happy. I didn't, I didn't, I I had lost, like, joy. I had lost, like, interest in things that 
I thought were interesting to me, you know, mm-hmm. and, it, and that's when I was like, okay, um, you need to, you need to just figure out what makes you happy. I, I started, I just picked up so much from everybody else, from my husband, making sure that I met his needs, making sure that I met my kids' needs, and and making sure that, you know, I did everything that I was supposed to do at work and um, all of these outside, you know, making sure that I gave to people to who always came to me. It was like I had this, that my heart was always pure, but I was giving out so much people that I left nothing for myself so which left tired? me joyless yeah I got mm. tired I I, I, I I just had no joy I started going I started separating myself from people from my family because it, I just was not happy and so I lived like that not knowing that I could, I had the power to change it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like, okay, this is this is just how life what, is. What were you waiting goes, for to happen? Know? What were you waiting for to happen? I was waiting for the circumstances outside of me to change, mm-hmm. the people outside of me to change. Mm-hmm. And, and then I got to a point where it was like, Courtney, if you want something to change, you have to change it yourself. And it's not that you can change them you need Mm -hmm. to change you Mm -hmm. (laughs) you need to change the things that you are feeling in your gut that Mm -hmm. you know in your gut is not sitting right Mm -hmm. and control those things because I I got in this habit of fixing everything for everybody or making sure everybody else's needs were met and that left me so empty inside Mm -hmm. and and I knew that that was not how I wanted to go the next 30, 40 years, you know, like mm-hmm. when I, like I said, when I realized that I was in my late, I was in my early thirties when I realized that something needs to change. Mm-hmm. And so I remember, and the first thing that it was, was leaving a marriage that was no longer serving, serving me. It wasn't serving my life. It wasn't serving my purpose. Um, and I think a lot of times we get so stuck in these situations with people, um, and we think that they can validate us until you get to such a low place that you realize the only validation that you can get is from yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, you, so to, you went, you took it from outside to inside. I have a question. I had to, I have mm-hmm. a question. What? Because this is this was not on the list of questions that I sent you. Okay. So here we go. Okay. On our first call, mm-hmm. something happened. There was a you do you, you remember the that look you gave me that in that moment? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, our one on one? Yeah. Do you remember that first when the you first told session? me I was what I tell what I said? Uh-huh. You told me you told me that I was I want every you want everything to be about you. You just want everything to go your way. You just want to control. You are just you're kind of you're kind of selfish. Oh, I forgot. I honestly, I promise you, Courtney. I promise you, I did not remember what I said. I remembered your like. I remembered your reaction. 
I remember your face. Uh-huh. I remember it was towards the end of the call. I remember that. I did not. I don't. I didn't remember that part, but it had to have been something in the ballpark. Okay, so what? When that? What? That was a lie. Even you saying that, I'm like, oh my goodness, that is kind of a. Tell me about. Just tell me about. I don't even have a specific question. Tell me about that moment for you, and like, what was what what what, what happened? So when I. When I actually came to you for the one-on-one sessions, I had been, um, I had started back dating again. And I had started dating somebody who I felt like they really made me, they really made me look at myself. Now, like I said, before I left my marriage, I knew that there was something about me, um, that I had been denying. I had no clue what it was. I didn't, I, I didn't even know where to begin. And I remember telling myself, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get on the other side of this feeling. Mm-hmm. If I can't even figure out why this is happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so when I came to you with these one-on-one sessions, it was more so I knew that I was in this, I knew I was in a new relationship and I had been, because of just my past history, just past traumas, family, you know, lack of boundaries with family, um, failed relationship. And I, and I had to look like, okay, you got all of these things going on with other people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was like, I can't keep blaming people and circumstances. There must be something going on with me that I need, that I'm not aware of, but I know I need help with. So when I came to you, it was basically like, okay, I'm in this relationship and I know that this relationship is healthy because this person keeps showing up for me, regardless of all the BS (laughs) that I kept bringing. I kept, I kept noticing that I was running away every time there was a problem. And I was like, why do I keep running away? Why do I keep self-sabotaging? Why do I keep creating these um, circumstances that are creating... How do you connect this, what you're telling us, back to control? How do I connect it back to what? Control. Control? Control is control slash selfishness. How do you connect that? I was was trying to... um, I was trying to set the narrative the way I wanted it to go without giving people the space to, mm. you know, giving other people the space to, um, what what can I say, make their own decisions about what I was, you know, what I was bringing to the table. It was like, I want you to respond in this way. And if you don't, then that means you don't care. Or mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. means that I yeah. can't trust you. And so okay. when I brought a circum, I brought a, um, I think I was trying to give you an example of a situation. And when you sat back and you listened to me, you were like, you just want everything your way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, and it was such an eye opener for me. It was like, you know what, Courtney, you, you have tried to control other people 
you know, not even knowing, I didn't know that that's what I was, what I was doing. So let me pause. Let like, me let me recap I, it for people. So I want because I know what you're talking about, and I want them to understand what you're talking about too. Okay. So what Courtney, what, what you're ta- mm-hmm. what you're saying is that other people, when they were to, when they exercise their own right to literally live as an individual, okay, when they, mm-hmm. when they express themselves, their values or their attitude, their, their preferences, when they express their, another word for that is autonomy. And when it didn't align mm-hmm. with your ideal, you did something mm-hmm. that a lot of people understand in attachment world as a protest behavior, which for you might've been like withdrawal, which is like a passive aggressive kind of thing. And what we're hearing you say up until this point is that you were behaving that way, not seeing uh, that it was behaving as if it was justified when it really was not. It was more of a another word for protest behavior is an adult temper tantrum. Am I am I am I recapping what you just said? Right. Yes. Okay. it was I was I was very sensitive and defensive Mm. in my response. Quick little break, quick little break, quick little break, quick little break. Um, first, first passing around of the offering bucket. First passing around of the offering bucket. I, it wasn't meant to be a melody, okay? I'm just trying to say it's the first passing around of the offering bucket, and that can be done on Cash App or on PayPal. Okay, if you are getting something out of this podcast, first of all, let's say thank you. First of all, let's say thank you to all of you that have donated to the cause. I mean, really, it really is a cause. Okay, this is a whole mission that we're doing here together. Okay, and um, so I appreciate you donating to to it so that I can continue to uh, make time to do all of this. Okay, and make all this free stuff. Speaking of free stuff, um, free free classes on secure attachment topics on Thursdays from seven to eight thirty p.m. Eastern time. They are free. The link is in my bio. It's called Scrappy Security. There is also a free attachment workshop on Saturday, April, and that starts Thursday, April seventh. There's a free attachment styles workshop that I'm putting on on Saturday, April 9th at 11.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern time. That link is in my bio. It's on Zoom. Okay, so because so we can keep doing this free stuff. YouTube is coming. Okay, we're excited about that. We're excited about that. So if you would like to donate to the PayPal or the Cash App, the Cash App tag is dollar sign Taychand, T-A-Y-C-H-A-N-D. D, the tag is also in the show notes below as well as the PayPal offering donation link. Okay, so thank you very much for all of you that have already given. And for those of you that will give today, I certainly appreciate it regardless of the size. Thank you. Let's get back to the show. Am I am I yes. am I recapping yes. what you just said, right? Yes. Okay. It right. was I was I was very sensitive and defensive mm. in my response if people didn't respond in the way that I felt like they should have. Because it was like, I felt that I was coming from a pure and genuine place, but just from learned behaviors and just through, you know, learning things along the way, I learned that I was sensitive and defensive, you know what I'm saying? Trying to trying to control the way people responded to what I felt like was a genuine approach was me just trying to control the outcome. Yes. And I had to learn that I can't control 
anybody's response to me. You know, and I thought that it was like setting a boundary, but the but the way that the delivery was right. could have just come out defensively. And it was like I had to unlearn those unhealthy ways of approaching conflict, of, you know, setting boundaries. Because at that point I learned, you know, you you do the things that you do because you never learned how to set and boundaries. We really, you we, know, you never we learned. End up, we end up being in denial about it, right? Like, because you're a perfect oh, yeah. example of, which, and like so many of my clients are uh, kind, manipulative people. And don't, we don't realize mm. it, right? We're doing it because we do it, do it quietly or do it inside internally. Um, do it in a way mm-hmm. where like, and with the people that keep it internal end up building a lot of resentment and then the resentment is not being verbalized. So you do it in these passive aggressive ways. We got a lot of kind, uh, manipulative people, kind, resentful people on mute, but, <laughs> but, cre- but creating emotional chaos still within the relationship. Now I have a question, Courtney, a thing mm-hmm. that came up was some issues and blockages surrounding boundaries with family members, which you had mentioned earlier in this conversation. Um, because, mm-hmm. and I want to, or I want to highlight this, especially because of what you've said already, or rather, I think it, it I, I was going to highlight it anyway, but I think it's even more interesting in light of what you've already shared so far, because mm-hmm. you were saying that with people, um, with cert, with some relationships, when things weren't going your way, you would withdraw and sort of like, then we wait for the other person to change. But with family members, there have been, there were some mm-hmm. cases with you where you actually stayed engaged for things that weren't like, so it was like almost like the opposite effect, right? Where, where you were, you were involved in things that actually um, objectively speaking would have been healthier for you to disengage from. So I'm curious to know mm-hmm. about, um, about the difficulty in facing that because so many people have issues, especially with family members um, with setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the stickiest areas. Um, so I want to know about what it was like for you to face that, what was difficult about it and what changed after we did get into it. <clears throat> yeah, that's a good question. I think when it comes to family, it always stuck in my head you know I grew up in a single family household it was just me my mom and my younger sister in the household um and I think I just had this you know we adopt all of these things growing up like blood is thicker than water and Mm. you only get one family you only get one mom one sister you know you know when when your mom's gone all you have is your sister and all of this and so that really, I really like held on to that. And as I got older and I started seeing like, you know, the relationships that I have with friends and coworkers and romantic relationships, um, it was easy for me to walk away from them because it's like, I have no ties to you. You know, like you're not somebody that I have to keep around. Mm-hmm. And, um, when I started doing this work with you, when I started, I started feeding my mind with, um, healthy ways of like having relationships with people. And I started to see that, you know, a lot of those unhealthy relationships start 
as a child starts at mm-hmm. home. And so I started picking up, you know, um, well, maybe I, you know, am so defensive because, you know, I had to defend myself against my mom when mm-hmm. she would try to defend my sister. Like mm-hmm. my feelings didn't matter. And, um, and so as I got older, it's like, you know, regardless of who the boundaries are with, you know, I have to hold true to myself first and mm-hmm. let those feelings be known regardless of who it is, because at the end of the day, it's only going to hurt me. Mm-hmm. And so when, when, when we started doing this work and you made, you had me do, you had me do some work that I, I, I can't even lie, girl. I was so upset with a lot of the work mm-hmm. you made me do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I cannot, I cannot do this. I cannot dig that deep because it made, it made me feel like a, a sense of betrayal to kind of have to address mm-hmm. some of those childhood feelings mm-hmm. of, you know, not being enough or, or having to live up to a certain standard mm-hmm. or having to um, put my feelings aside for the sake of the family mm-hmm. and or for the sake of maintaining, you know, a healthy relationship with a family member. Um, and and when I when I did that work and I put myself first in a, in a sense that was, you know, not to be mean or demeaning right. to whoever the person right. was, you know, right. whether it was my mom and my sister. Um, that's when I was able to see that it's okay to say no, or it's okay to say, you know, right now is not a good time to, you know, for you to come visit me or, or right now right. is not a time, a good time for me to come, uh, what, whatever the situation mm-hmm. was, mm-hmm. I just had to learn that, it was it was okay to put myself first and to get rid of that notion that anybody else, blood or or not blood, is more important than what my needs were. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when when it came to changing that, um, I was able to like release a lot of anxiety, yes. a lot of depression behind putting other people before myself. Like I was able to just trust that that if they did love me in the way that they said they did and if I love them in a way that that um I felt that I did um because they were my family that there would that the respect would not be gone you know yeah, what I mean yeah. like there would be no no loss of is that what you, is that what you another. feared the most that they would that they would change their mind about you or was it something else yeah it was like mm-hmm. I, I felt I felt that, you know, I would be looked at as selfish mm-hmm. or that I only cared about myself mm-hmm. or, you know, that their feelings didn't matter. And it was like I had a lot of I had a lot of um, conversations that made me feel some type of way that did sit right in my spirit where somebody would voice whatever it is they needed, you know, mm-hmm. and I would be left like, well, 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 damn, you know, and it was like, okay, if other people can express openly, you know, what it is that they need and 
doing all kinds and then of they go on about their day right huh? making, making all kinds of requests doing all kinds of things popping up wherever all kinds <laughs> doing all, all kinds, kinds of stuff things. not yes. asking for any kind of permission mm-hmm. and you over here on mute. not asking for you any. on mute <laughs> and i'm on mute and i'm sitting up here just taking taking in all this stuff and yeah. left with you know whatever it is they wanted to dump on me right and and I was I was too ashamed to let my needs be known right. because I was scared that they would judge or reject or you know just abandon you know. And so, what um, actually happened? Wh- if they didn't, what do, if they, happened when so I, if they didn't reject, abandon, and lose respect for you, what did they do instead? Um, they could. No, not could. Hear me not out could. It, not could. What did they actually do? Because you did put boundaries in place. So what did, did they, yeah. they did not lose respect or they did not reject it. They did not abandon you. They did not disown you. What did they actually do after that? After you made these changes, what actually happened? Uh, they heard me. Mm-hmm. They heard me. And, um, and I relinquished the responsibility of what their response would be to and were me. They, did, did, expressing were, were they I mean. okay? Are they, they're, they're, everybody's okay? Everybody's good. Everybody's <laughs> still around. Uh-huh. And okay. everybody, everybody, you know, and, and the relationship has changed, but for a, for a more healthier Towards a more healthier outcome, right. I, I should say, for Both myself. people are able like, to I, be total individuals. I have a question, Courtney, because we had two more questions on our thing, and we're going to wrap this in about 10 minutes. So I want to, but okay. I want, there are so many people here. You mentioned spirituality earlier. You mentioned God earlier. I mentioned, I, the, the, I had an episode that's coming out that hasn't been released yet where I mentioned that the most underlying all of this work and the most important thing that I've done was create the 10 day that I've done in this work so far was creating the 10 day devotional um, and that I that people can use of all different religions everything but so I want to know because I agree like, this is such a spiritual thing and I was like this is the most mm-hmm. important thing that I've done and the least amount of people will engage with it and that's okay it's still the most important thing that I that I even that I offer it's more important than the podcast it's better than the one-on-ones it's more because it's more the, the the core of it is the most important part. The processing, we can do that kind of thing in one-on-one. But um, I want to know for you, how do you, how have you made sense out of being, uh, you were raised Christian, you identify as Christian. How, and so many people mm-hmm. have boundary issues and can relate this back to um, how uh, the way that Christianity presents selflessness and encourages selflessness. How have you been able to implement boundaries and even strengthen your relationship with God? Like, how have you made sense out of that? How can Um, both of those things exist? I I learned um, through the work, through the work has without a doubt led me closer to God. Um, so in order for me to connect more with God, which meant really staying true to myself, um, I had to learn that, um, God doesn't want us to 
experience pain. Now, pain is going to come in life. I mean, that's just life in general. But it's like the pain that you experience when you're going through these pits, you know what I'm saying, in life. I learned that it was to it was to place me like in front of God. It was like for me it was like I tried I tried all of these things. I tried counseling. I saw so many doctors because I was treating a symptom. And so after doing all of this counseling and doing all of this, you know, speaking to this doctor, trying this medication to mask my depression and mask my anxiety. And I, I went through all of that and I still felt lack. You know what I'm saying? I still felt something was missing. And so when I started, I remember I had this, this is really what led me to more of a, uh, down this more spiritual path that some things that you go through with people, with circumstances, is to force you to deal with the problem head on. And so when I was, I had this moment, I I literally thought that I was going to have a heart attack. And it was probably more like a panic attack. And I remember I just started praying. And I, I mean, I'm a spiritual, I'm a, I'm a religious person, but I'm more, I've learned that I'm more spiritual. And I took that moment and I was like, God, please, please help me get through this. Like, what is it that I'm missing that, that no doctor, no therapist can really help me with? And I remember going to sleep and I was just hoping that I could wake up and like, have a have a new beginning mm-hmm. it was like okay this medicine this this therapist is only is only surface level but you are at the pit you are at you are at the lowest place you have ever been and the only thing that you have not done was ask me to help you get through this mm-hmm. you you have not asked me what is it that you need to do to get you to that, to the peace, to the confidence, to um, you know, uh, were boundaries a part of that. Yourself. Were boundaries a part of this? Um, that came that came in learn that came once I knew what was what was missing. Like once right. I knew that I wasn't going to be able to get through any of that without trusting somebody higher than me outside of me but who wasn't also dealing with the same thing as me mm-hmm. if that makes sense you mm-hmm. know so it was like when I when I had this it was like a spiritual breakthrough and and when I woke up the next morning it, it was like my whole my whole life had been renewed it was like <clears throat> it was kind of like I kind of when I thought about the more I've like been going through like walking each day, I realized, I kind of looked at my life as like a butterfly, you know, it was like, I had been, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry to interrupt you in this time, but we are, I don't think you're aware of how long you're going and then we have got to wrap this thing in like 
three minutes. So I need you to wrap this thing, uh, wrap that question up. Okay, wait. So ask me one more time. Okay, all I asked was that how you made sense out of having boundaries and being a Christian. Okay. Hold on, let me, let me make sure I answer the question without going too much. It's okay. Let's let's drop it. We have to go. Like I, I'm so sorry. We cannot do that. But I, I I'm gonna save. I'm gonna keep that part. Uh, but I'm I, we don't don't worry about the question. Let's just move on. Okay. We I got to go. Okay. Um. So. Okay. A beautiful. I just we can't. Um. We can't. So I want to know this. We finished sessions early. We didn't use all twelve. You did a package. We didn't use all twelve. Um. Mm-hmm. What did you do that what did you do that made it possible to move through this so efficiently? I did a lot of self-work. It was a lot of um tapping into um just being more self-aware. I did I, you know, you had gave me some suggestions about journaling and I had I had mm-hmm. never really put my thoughts onto paper. I actually never even really just thought about how I felt about a lot of situations. I never, I remember you brought up that feelings wheel and I looked at that feelings wheel like I had never, I had never voiced or felt any of those feelings before. It was like I had just kind of like shut myself out to feel anything and um, so I, I did a lot of meditating. I did a lot of um, affirmations. I did a lot of like just getting outside and walking and being alone in my own thoughts. I did a lot of like not um, engaging with um, a lot of people who were who had a lot of negative thoughts, a lot of the things that I had you know, we run to what's comfortable for us. And so I would run to, you know, and have conversations with people who kind of kept me in that same mindset because it was comfortable. And so I had to, I had to be alone. I had to just get into this space that was so uncomfortable with, for me that I was able to change the way I thought about myself. Um, and changed the way I thought about the relationships that I had with people. And so um, just just healing, just doing some healing work um, and learning that, you know, I could trust myself and my intuition without having to seek outside validation. And so meditating, um, you know, listening to things that fed, my mind in a, in a more positive way, um, getting outside, exercising. Um, I, I go to the gym more. I feed my, my mind with more food that's of more substance. Like I drink more water. I'm more intentional about a lot of the things um, so that are going to goal And then X'd out the things that were not in alignment. That's what I'm hearing you say. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was just tapping into to myself, you know, and stop looking for so much outside of me. Um, and that's really what that has helped me um, move past a lot of the things that was holding me back. Good. And I have one last question. If you mm-hmm. could guarantee listeners walk away with 
one thing in particular, give us your one-liner, what would it be? That, that's a good one, that if there was one thing that I I could walk away with or something that I say that someone else can walk away with, it would be that there is, um, there is healing in pain and there's pain and healing. Like nobody's perfect. You know, we're all going through life trying to figure it out. You know, we don't know if, you know, the decision that we made is the right decision. And then we get in our heads about, you know, if, if I did this or I did that. And um, the work is tough, but it's, you know, you're not going to get on the other side if you don't recognize that whatever it is that you're going through is for a bigger purpose than the, than what you even recognize. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, if you want joy, then you have to get rid of the shame. If you want peace, then you have to get rid of, um, you know, the things that keep you away from peace. You know, relationships that no longer serve you. Um, being in this stagnant place, you know, that keeps you bound to, give it to you us, know, give it to your us in, Give it to us in three words. What is it? Give what in three words? Give, a, give us the walk away, the nutshell. Three words. What do you want them to know? In three words. I want heal listeners. through your hurt. Heal through your hurt. Heal through your hurt. Heal through your hurt. You have to go through it to get on the other side of it. You're not going to ever get to a fulfilling life if you stay stuck. Like, go through, experience the feeling, experience the hurt, but don't stay in it. Thank you. That would be that would be my biggest takeaway, you know, because I stayed stuck in, in, in so much pain and hurt and shame that I was not even willing to push through to see that there was greater on the other side. Good. Um, so Courtney, stop talking. Courtney, it. that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to stop. You've got to stop. <laughs> okay. That's it. Well, 30 minutes is... Courtney, it's been 41. It's been 42 minutes. 43. Oh. Stop. <laughs> You gotta stop. <laughs> I'm gonna leave this on the episode too. I'm gonna leave this on the episode because I. <laughs> You're gonna leave what on the? Episode? I'm gonna leave this part on the episode. You because because it's just funny to me. But you know what, Courtney? Look, <laughs> I just love oh, you, God. and I love the way. <laughs> and I I love I love the way I love the way that you that you're going through this. I really do. I love all of these reflections. If I had six hours to give for this, I would I would give it to you. I don't. I have to. We're on a time constraint. Okay, but yes. <laughs> you have you have certainly shared. You have certainly you have certainly shared a lot of things that people can relate to. We heard things about getting the importance of getting to the root, despite how challenging it is, despite the the illusion that you will not get to it. You have to try. Anyway, we heard what a lot of and a lot of people that I talked to on these consult calls, we start this work together. Um, 
there is there is definitely a group of people that this relates to married young you talked about how you were married at 19 the word that i want to use is correlation so it doesn't mean that this causes the problem but um there are plenty of people mar- who have married young who feel that it is correlated to them feeling like they don't know who they are um, later in adulthood. Mm-hmm. And so we've heard about that and how you were able to come back into filling in those gaps. We heard about mm-hmm. um, boundary issues that you had in extreme ways, right, where we might have so many boundaries that they turn into walls where we withdraw like abruptly. And we also heard that with mm-hmm. your with some family members that actually there were it was boundary lists and we needed to put some walls put not rather not walls put some boundaries in place. We also heard that um, your fears were dispelled because you saw that it actually created healthier relationships for the two or more of you, um, not worsened them, and they are all still okay. We also heard that identifying your feelings and journaling, taking care of yourself and Xing out those things that are clearly not in alignment with where you are going next, that that helped you to focus in on things and move through this work quicker than those who want to mix it up with some of the old and trying to get some, some of the new. We see that that makes it a lot more challenging and you instead decided to stay in one lane all the way. And so that allowed us to finish earlier um, and get happier quicker <laughs> and in a more full way so yeah. that is our recap my friends okay that is our recap girl and it was so good what you it's we all we we all express the way that we do and i love the way that you do it's just that we have to stop we have to press the end record button now so yeah I got you. I got you. <laughs> thank you so much for sharing with us today this is gonna be really good so i appreciate thank it thank you thank you well hopefully so hopefully with your editing, it'll all come into... <laughs> it certainly will. It certainly will. I'm not going to do anything crazy with it. Thank so. God for people who know how to do edit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all, that is the episode. I was going back over this, and I was like, dang, it takes a lot to, to come up on this thing and be like, I was I was too sensitive. <laughs> I was defensive. I was out here taking stuff personally. don't make no sense. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> So I really appreciate the honesty that comes out of these episodes is just so inspiring. I thank you, Courtney. I thank you to all of my guests that have been on this thing that have helped others because they hear this and then they call because they hear you being like, oh, it was going bad. (laughs) And then it helps people to be like, oh, that's me, too. That is me, too. So I appreciate it, Courtney. I appreciate everybody um, that's been on this thing. We have one episode left. Next week is Dr. Don. I'm excited about that episode. Okay, then we have a four-week break. So make sure that you turn on your notifications so that you know that when we so you know when we come back, okay? And in the meantime, you can come into those free classes on Thursday nights. Remember that link is in my bio. You can meet me at the attachment workshop on April 9th. Okay. The classes start on April 7th. Okay. We're going to have a break in the podcast after next week. And then we'll come back to season seven. This is going great, isn't it? Thank you all so much for being here today. Okay. If you want to uh, throw in that $5, $10, I appreciate it on cash app. Um, dollar sign Tay Chand on PayPal. You can search my email address, taylor at threshcoach.com. And the link is in the show notes. All right. Pass this, pass these podcasts along, pass this one along, pass these things along, pass the links along, come to the Zoom. It's free. Lord knows. Let's get healthy. Okay. <laughs> I'll see y'all next week.